Tuesday. This was a mistake. She pointed to the sign and yelled, No parking! I waved her away and said, It's fine! No parking! She screamed back, It's fine! Over and over we went, louder and louder, until we both sounded quite demented. The other mums at the gate looked like they'd keel over from stifled ecstasy. Who will I tell first was written across every one of their beaming faces. Eventually, I lost interest in having the last stupid word and marched in to get my kids. Moments later, I was dragging them out and yelling, hurry up, get in the car, while the lollipop lady made a dramatic call on her phone and scowled at me. Obviously, she was dobbing me in to a higher authority, but she didn't realise that the plumber's lateness had made me an outlaw long before I'd reached her jurisdiction. This is Hellish Tuesday, lady, and your laws do not apply to me. I had a flash of enlightenment as it was happening that I was causing myself extra stress and that perhaps there was another way to handle things, but it wasn't enough for me to do anything about it, though I did resist the urge to give the lollipop lady the finger as I drove away. My mind now focused on the inevitable and endless obstacles between the school and the tutor's place. I had no choice about negotiating those, but I did choose to sit on the edge of my seat and demand my children be silent and not distract me. I didn't choose the weather, which was oppressively hot, but I chose to let it get to me and to feel like it was bearing down through the windscreen just to spite me. I chose to conduct an inner monologue about how much pressure I lived under and how impossible it would be for anyone else to keep up. We made it just in time and little Louis skipped into his class. His poor sister was stuck with me in the grocery shopping, which depresses and overwhelms me at the best of times, but on Tuesdays there's extra pressure because I need to be back for Louis by 4.30pm. We got the job done through me constantly imploring Dali to hurry up and put things back. As I tried to find somewhere to stash my trolley in the crowded car park, I became convinced that the world was designed to thwart mums. I felt victimised by a harsh culture that ignores the day-to-day pressures of women. I felt like even trying to climb on top of the dung pile that was my life was futile because I'd only sink back down into the stinky middle, weighed down as I was by the many demands on my time. I'd never succeed. I'd never be happy. When we got in the car, I looked at my daughter in the rearview mirror and wanted to weep for her and her future as a woman. No time, though. Had to get back for Lou. I started reversing and found myself at the centre of a traffic jam. Unable to move anywhere as I was surrounded by drivers staring intently at me, hoping to swing into the space as soon as I invented a way to levitate myself out of it. Losing my temper and dignity for the second time that afternoon, I sat in my car and shouted, Well, where do you expect me to go? Where do you expect me to go? After completing a 15-point turn, red-faced and fuming, I was finally out of the car space, shaking my head and glowering at the gawking bystanders. Just then, a woman pushed her trolley in front of my car. She looked right through my windscreen at me and smiled. I don't know what it was about this lady that jolted me. Maybe it was that she looked just like me, only relaxed. She had a couple of kids trailing behind her as she negotiated the crazy car park in the hideous heat, but she seemed happy. Oh, snap, I thought. I have to calm down and smile. I'm not saying I did it. I was far too gone in that moment for a complete turnaround, 
but I knew it was something I had to remember to work on. The only difference between that lady and me was that she'd remembered some stuff I hadn't. She'd remembered that nothing is the end of the world, except the end of the world, which hasn't happened yet, despite the best efforts of generations of old men. She remembered that we all have a choice about how we engage in the world around us. Nothing is in and of itself annoying. We just let ourselves get annoyed by things. Sometimes I think the increasing traffic will drive me crazy. But sometimes I hope for a little more traffic. For instance, when I've got a really good podcast to listen to, because the car is the only place I can do that without interruption. When my kids are in the car, I have to listen to their favourite music. But sometimes I'm glad of some traffic then too, because their singing along to inappropriate lyrics they don't understand is so adorable. That smiling lady remembered to just take the day one step at a time, without carrying stress from early...